0: Hey, John Fan here, Church Without Walls International, CWOWI.org, a house church network in many countries around the world. We're all about the discipleship process. I hope you'll visit our website, O-R-G. It's there. You can sign up for my weekly thoughts, which is a weekly teaching uh, that has to do on any number of subjects. Uh, rarely on house church, but actually more doctrinal things and more things of the spirit. Uh, also, my e-newsletter that comes out once a month, you can sign up there. And follow the instructions on that where it says connect at churchwithoutwallsinternational.org uh, and add that to your address book. Otherwise, it could go to your spam file. But, you know, it's in the weekly thoughts and it's in my e-newsletter that I put, uh, you know, uh, Things I've had prophetically, visitations with the Lord, teachings and, and things from the Father or the Lord, um, as well as regular general teaching and stuff like that. It's also where we, we put meetings, where our conferences are, our web meetings, uh, which we do almost monthly or every uh, six weeks or so. Uh, so anyway, there's that's the place uh, to find out what's going on. Rather than on, we don't put it on our webpage, uh, but just on my weekly thoughts for those who really want to stay connected and uh, become... Um, Aware and part of what we're doing, perhaps, but anyway, uh, Church of That Walls International, O-R-G. Today, asking the question or talking about uh, fear, faith, and doing what is right in the natural. You know, a lot of people I've seen through the years, and remember, I've walked with the Lord for over 45 years at this point, it's 46 years at least. Um, and uh, Wow, that's a long time. It's actually coming up on 47. But anyway, uh, you know, I've seen people who hide behind their fear and they call it faith. You know, a person who has an alarming symptom in their body, but they won't go to the doctor because it costs money or because they're afraid of what the report will be. And so they want to use faith and hide behind that when, in fact, they're afraid. And I've seen other people who maybe have a bill collector calling, and they just want the Lord to pay the bill, to give them the money to pay the bill. They don't want to have to call the person or contact the company. And so I'm talking about very practical areas. And I want to show you examples in Scripture of, of how to prepare for a miracle. And I don't want to hype that. I don't want to make it sound like I'm hyping anything. But it's it's literally what happens. I'll give you four examples in the New Testament. All right, between faith, fear, and, and the practical things. Uh, the first example... Uh, to do what is right in the natural to prepare for the supernatural. Just remember that. I need to do what is right in the natural to prepare for the supernatural. All right. The first example would be, let's say, Jesus turning water into wine in John chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. And you know the story, it's it's the first recorded miracle there in the Gospel of John. And uh, and what happened? What was done in the practical? They had six stone water pots that were used for ritual washing, and Jesus said, fill them with water. So the first thing they had to do was something in the natural. They had to get the stone water pots and get them filled before Jesus could turn water into wine. That was a very practical thing that they did. And I want you to notice in each one of these as well, there's always an objection and in other words, Jesus came, was approached by Mary saying, hey, they've run out of wine. And, and Jesus objected and said, you know what, it's not my timing yet. And she said, no, you, you need to do it. And he is the obedient son in, in, in part as obedient son uh, turned water into wine. But you're going to find in each of the other three as well, there's always an objection to it. Um, there's always there's always an opportunity to, to argue against it. In fact, 1 Corinthians 2.14 says that the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. Uh, he cannot discern them. And so what happens is when you, you're, you're looking at doing the natural thing because you feel that the Lord is going to provide for you, but in the natural, doing that doesn't make sense. And a- another example would be the massive catch of fish that we find in Luke chapter 5 and uh, 1 through 10 in there, but especially verse 4, where Jesus said to Peter, he said, go launch into the deep and put down your nets for a big catch. And what was Peter's objection? Okay, in the natural, Peter had to launch into the deep and throw his nets out. He had to prepare something in the natural to contain and to get ready for the supernatural. But what was the objection? Master, we have fished all night. We've caught absolutely nothing. There's always going to be an objection. Jesus will say, go and do this, and your mind is always going to fight against it. That doesn't make sense. Hey, I've fished all night long. Hey, it's at the end. You know, we started at midnight. It's it's now, you know, 7 a.m. I've worked hard straight all the way through just a little bit of a water break and some bread, you know, at 3 o'clock in the morning. And, uh, you know, we don't want to do this. All these things are going through Peter's mind, perhaps. But he's objecting. Jesus says, hey, go launch into the deep. Put down your net for a big catch. Oh, I've fished all night long. Why should I do that? But Peter resigned himself to that and said, okay, at your word I'll do it. And he received the miracle. So the, you know, you've got you've got the stone water pots that had to be uh taken out, prepared, and filled with water. You have the boat that had to be launched into the deep. Uh, Jesus was the objection in the first one. Hey, mom, it's not my time yet. Why do you want me to do this? And Peter's objection in there in Luke 5 4, you know, hey, I've worked all night, nothing's happened, so why should I do this? But he did it. A third example would be the, um, the, when Jesus fed the 5,000, it's recorded in Mark six forty and also Luke nine fourteen, And it says that Jesus had them sit down in groups of 50s and 100s and think, okay, what is this? Well, just think about it for a minute. If you go to John chapter 6, John tested Philip. He and remember, the Lord does not test us with evil, but He does test where we are in terms of our motives, and every opportunity we have is an opportunity for it to be according to our faith, either moving forward or drawing back. And so He said to Philip, He says, "What?" He said, "There's a lot of people here; they don't have anything to eat. Why don't you give them something to eat?" And Philip said, "Hey, a month's worth of of, of money, and you know, a month's worth of salary isn't enough to feed all these people." And it said, Jesus said this to test him, knowing what he himself would do. And he had them sit down in groups of 50s and 100s. Now, can you imagine the disciples? The disciples don't know what's going on before the miracle happens. Peter didn't know what was going on before the miracle happens. He was just obeying, blindly obeying. Okay, I'm going to launch the boat out again. I'm going to throw the net out again. I'll do it again like I've done it umpteen times since I started fishing, you know, all through my my shift of uh, fishing. Uh, you know, and it's like... He wants this, there's 5,000 men plus women and children, maybe 20,000 people. You're talking about potentially a couple hundred groups. If you're talking groups of 50s and 100s, you're talking, you know, a couple hundred groups of 50s and 100s to perhaps uh total uh, for 5,000 men plus women and children, if you're talking 20,000 people or so. And so the apostles are sitting there going like, okay, what are we doing uh, you know, 5,000 people plus women and children, and they're sitting down in groups of 50s and 100. What's the master doing? I don't know. He just said to do it, so we're doing it. So you can imagine these 12 disciples, and and uh, there were probably the, at that time another 70, because they talk about sending forth the seventy. So maybe there were 70 or 80 men, and they're organizing 100 or 200 groups. Okay, count them all, 50. You know, all these guys are spread throughout there. Why are we doing this? I don't know. The master said to do it and uh and so what happened then Jesus multiplied the loaves and fishes so the next one would be uh where Jesus uh was at the tomb of Lazarus and uh he wept in fact the the shortest verse in the bible is john 11:35 it says jesus wept and, and I'm not talking about that famous line. I'm talking about the line four verses later in verse 39 where the objection is, Jesus said, roll away the stone. And Mary's objection in John 11:39 39 was, Lord, he's, he's been dead four days. He stinks. What, we don't want to do that. That was her objection. But they had to roll away the stone in, other, in order to see Lazarus raised from the dead. Jesus had to call him out. Hey, Lazarus, wake up. Come on out of here. So he'd been dead four days. And Mary's objection was, "He stinketh. <laughs> you know, he's been dead four days. Don't do this." So at every one of these, and it, I could go, I could go into the Old Testament. You could go into Elisha in Second Kings chapter four, verses one through seven, where the woman has no. Uh, no food or anything and he said he's, she said i've got a little bit of oil and and uh, he he and he said well you need some more and she said, i don't have any more vessels to contain the oil he said well go borrow them you know so there's always an objection and there's to go with the preparation for a miracle so what does that mean that means when the bill collector calls Uh, If you want, you know, the standard church thing is, I want my miracle, so God, I'm not going to call them about it. I'm not going to go to the doctor. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to stand in faith. When they're really, they're not standing in faith. It's foolishness. It's because they're really in fear, and a person isn't honest enough with themselves to admit that they're afraid, even though the Father knows that they're afraid, and they think they're standing in faith, but they're really standing in foolishness. Uh, and and pride, and so you humble yourself. You say, "Okay, I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call that bill collector. We'll work something out." And um, and so you 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 can't see. You have to work through your objection and and do what's right in the natural in order to see the provision. I don't know how many times in the same way I've had people say refuse to go to the doctor until their situation gets beyond medical uh, care. Or, or, you know, they don't have the money for it. And so they, and, and really they just are afraid of whatever the symptoms might be. Um, rather than work out some sort of a monthly payment thing, they just choose their life over finances for some reason. But, um, But how many times have I had a person come back to me and say, John, I called the bill collector and I just prayed, Father, you know, I don't know where your provision is, but, but give me the right person. And I found a person who was so full of grace and compassion and we worked out a wonderful payment plan. That's, that's God's miracle there to, to see through that where they've been hitting a stone wall, you know, every time since. But you always ask the Father. And he and but you can only see his provision after you've done what's right in the natural, and that's the point for today. So, I hope this has been a blessing for you. If you've got something to do and you're you're afraid or you don't want to deal with it, and so you'd rather quote unquote stand behind faith, that's you're not in faith. Faith is when you have a leading from the Lord, and faith is our response to his grace, faith is our response to his revelation, faith is our action as a result of In other words, Noah didn't just build a boat, he, he had a revelation and instruction to build a boat, and that is faith, and it's the same way. It's like you've got a revelation. Okay, I've got to deal with this bill collector. I've got to. I've got to go into the doctor. I'll see what provision is out there. We had a had a mom who uh, who one day delayed the care of her son, even though he was sick and fever. And we kept urging her, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. And she said, no, it'll cost money. It'll cost money. The son got so bad, he ended up. The virus went to a valve in his heart. And he had to have valve replacement surgery. And at the time, it was close to six figures. You know, it was it was very close to, to $100,000. And this was like 20, 30 years ago. And uh, and it was all because she wouldn't take and, and go spend the $100, whatever it was, to a doctor's office to work out some payment plan. She was afraid to go. And she let her son get so sick that he eventually went to his heart. And he had to have open heart surgery. Amazing thing. All because she was afraid of Of not being able to afford a hundred or two hundred dollars it was it was just incredible and and so people do things like that all the time. My encouragement to you today is go through the fear, deal with your fear, be honest with your heart, be honest with yourself, be honest with the father, and then say, father, everything that pertains to life and godliness has been provided through him who called us to glory and virtue. Therefore, I'm going to make this phone call. I'm going to look for everything that is pertain, that pertains to my life having already been provided. And you do what's right in the natural. You overcome the objection, like Peter objected to casting the net, like Mary objected to, um, uh, to rolling away the stone, like the objection of, I don't have enough money to, to feed them. What are we going to do? And you make preparation. You get the stone water pots out there. You cast the boat into the deep and, and, or, pull the boat, in, boat into the deep and cast the net. You uh, you have the people sit down and you organize yourself in groups of 50s and 100s. You roll away the stone, whatever you need to do in the natural to prepare for the Lord's miracle in your life. So I hope that's a blessing to you. Join us, C-W-O-W-I dot O-R-G. God bless.